Hey, young world. It's your favorite host who always puts extra jelly on his toast. That's right. My name is Vernon Foster, a.k.a. Famous Vernon. And I want to welcome you to the show. Uh-oh. I want to be famous. And my job is to show you how to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Ha, ha, ha. That's why I'm here every week Giving you gems and jewels So you can go out and do it too Yay, yay Ah, yes, we're back again In the lab, in a studio Getting stupid, yo And uh, last week I was telling y'all about my story How I got started in this whole thing um, and how I got here. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen to the last episode with your boy. Cause <laughs> it's just so good. So, <laughs> uh, a couple of things, a couple of housekeeping things, uh, as per usual. Uh, let's see what well, we got. The book drops. Finally, you've been waiting for it and it's finally here for you now. I'm recording uh, live on, uh, I guess today's the September 1st, officially the start of September. Wow. A couple of housekeeping things, man. Uh, First and foremost, the book is officially like out. So hopefully when, by the time you hear this, you can go to Amazon, find a book, Seven Laws of Mind for Living, or you can just head over to T-H-E-7, that's the number seven, Laws of Mindful Living.com. And you can find the book. It's been a long time coming, man. Thank you guys for all support. I appreciate you getting me to the New York Times bestseller list. Y'all better get me there. If I get there, everybody goes to Shoney's or Denny's. <laughs> uh, man, we lost uh, a hero this this past weekend. Uh, past week. Uh, such, a, such a blow, man, to the community, uh, to any fans out there of Black Panther, to any fans of uh, just great work, great artistry, um, great acting. Uh, Rest in peace. Rest in power, Mr. Chadwick Boseman. And, uh, man, it's just been a crazy year. 2020 will go down in history as one of the wildest uh, years uh, in the longest time since... I've been on the planet. I don't know how you feel. Uh, yes. So I'll give it up to him, you know, his family. And just got to keep on keeping on, man. We got to, we got to, um, such a sad thing, man. But we got to, I'm always reminded of the importance of living to the fullest, living every day and not taking it for granted uh because we just know we don't know when we are going to be exiting this uh this world man so um hopefully y'all stay safe out there or whatever you doing take care of yourself man take care of your mental i've been staying off the feeds as much as i can they are they are they already they're so addicting Man, they just sprinkle crack on Instagram. <laughs> Cause they 
because it's so addicting. It's like, oh, I need more. And I've been trying to stay off the feeds. I've been post. I'd be posting my stuff, but I deleted the feeds for a while. It's just a lot going on, man. Can take a lot out of you. So take care of your mental. Um, picking things back up where we left off last week. I told you a little bit about my journey from sports and lacrosse and all of that jazz, and uh, really just kind of leading up to now. Um, early on I played sports uh didn't do so hot at the beginning of high school so I had to sit out a season that's where I found lacrosse my second love uh my first love I don't remember where she went but (laughs) (laughs) my uh journey into DJing how I got into playing records and started my first business at 19 talked a little bit about that uh, it was cool, man. It was cool to kind of reflect on the journey. So if you haven't, go take a listen because I ain't going to go spend too much time back there. But uh, kind of bringing you up to speed where I first, where I left off, uh, I was basically at this crossroads of wondering like, well, you know, is this something that I want to be doing this career that I was in? Uh, it was real estate. It was 2000, probably 10 at that point. Uh, 10, 11, and I was just, I wasn't really excited about it. I would dread every day, um, going to work, driving to work in traffic. And I just didn't really see myself being, um, in that career. It wasn't that it was bad. It wasn't that I was surrounded around bad people. I had a, I was working for a great company, had great mentors, but in the grand scheme of things, I was like, what do I really care about? Uh, my friend passing away really, um, you know, it, stri- it, it, it shocked me. I was like, oh, wow, this is happening again. Um, just just, just a sobering reminder that life is short. And um, I, I told my boss I was going to be leaving. And then I proceeded uh, not too there long after to start an entertainment company with two of my friends. Uh, and we orchestrated this crazy EDM party. Now, now I'm I'm talking about crazy, like, like, man, man, man. <laughs> uh, it was, we had a lot of fun. I'll just say that we had a lot of fun. It was great um, while it lasted, but it sent me kind of. I, I'm the type of person where I can only do something for so long until I decide I want to do something else. And given that we don't have a a lot of time and it's finite, might as well be doing what, you know, you're called to. So after doing that for a while, I felt called to do more traveling again. I wanted to build a business online and that's where I started to discover podcasts. and podcasting and one of the things that I uh really did was just started looking around and I was like okay this seems like it's a good fit uh DJ background I know how to talk into a microphone and I said well okay well this seems pretty like within my lane started poking around uh found out a friend at the time Los uh Silva was 
doing he had already been trying to hit me up to do some stuff and i was like nah man like i'm chilling bro i don't need no help i was so arrogant <laughs> uh man it's funny how you funny uh that that you can you know how much you can learn when you actually open up your ears and you're not trying to be silly and you you're open to taking feedback from people who are where you're at so he had already done some a uh, lot of stuff online e-commerce and and uh, he hooked me up with some stuff. So on the side, I was like kind of doing this podcast thing slash thinking about if it was like a path for me to start like an online business. And uh, I was also, in the meantime, I was also doing consulting around events because I had that skill set. And I was like, this is something that can put money in my pocket. So I was like simultaneously running like a like freelance events company and um in the process of doing that i realized that i do not like organizing events uh i love people i love the energy being in the room i love being on stage i love crowd surfing i love hyping mcm but organizing uh i got a quick reminder of why i did enjoy doing that um and so I I basically bowed out and was like, I'm going to focus on podcasting because, hey, podcasting is, I felt like it was going to be like the next wave. This is like 2014, um, 2014, yeah, 14, 15 at that time. And I was like, I'm just going to go all in on starting this online business. And so I did that. I left, I kind of parted ways with my, my friends and kind of let them take over the business or at least I wasn't involved anymore. Um, and this podcasting thing just started to take off for me. I uh, got a couple of speaking gigs, spoke at podcast movement, started networking with a lot of people. Shout out Jay Easley. Um, and it just gave me a platform to really build relationships, uh, which is the key, one of the keys to being, uh, you know, I don't want to say successful, but just I think having a, a well-rounded life um and just, just like a, you know, just uh, a, a a way to diversify, right? Just like you diversify a stock portfolio, you can diversify your relationships to have different people that you know with different skill sets or, you know, different ways of doing things. And that can help serve you uh, at different stages in your life. So... Uh, did that guy on the podcasting, started my uh, company, and I just kind of struggled, to be honest. I, I wasn't I wasn't the most, I wasn't like a rock star headed out of the park business owner. Um, I'm not like super disciplined by nature, and I, I, I get bored. <laughs> what can I say, man? I'm, I'm always seeking novelty because novelty is fun and oh during that time period although the business wasn't like wildly successful what it did allow me to do was get back on the road and travel so i went and lived in nicaragua for no, i'm sorry not nicaragua i went and lived in guatemala for a month and i was like oh man this is like People were, I, I didn't know it was possible to like actually work abroad and like do this and uh, 
I did it and I was like, man, this is so cool. This is like a dream come true. This is like the four hour work week. So I'm doing that and then I come back home and I, I'm like, okay, cool. I can do this. This is what I want to do. So I kind of cut off everything else but that. Go all in and it it doesn't really take off like I anticipated. And I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. This entrepreneur thing, you, you're supposed to do it and it works and you're supposed to make money and you're supposed to have fun, right? It's like, you know, the glamorous stuff you never, you only really you know, hear and see the glamorous stuff. You don't really hear about the struggles. Maybe you do. Um, but most people uh, don't really hit it out of the park from what I found. Even as successful, when people... When you look at like success, and I say that in air quotes, uh, most people aren't really don't hit their stride until they're like late thirties, you know, late late thirties, early forties, um, and and unless they're just like an athlete, um, and they don't have that. But any to any, even a seasoned entrepreneurs, actors, um, carpenters, anybody, right? Uh, after they got the experience under their belt and the confidence and what they are and what they do, it seems to me that that the 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 average right majority of people in the Sarah Savant are hitting their stride in their like late thirties, early forties, sometimes even early fifties. And so, with that said, uh, I didn't realize that at the time, but I was really hard on myself, and I got. Uh, really sad. I, I, I mean, I moved back home. Business wasn't doing well, and I was actually in a relationship at that time. Um, I had met this uh amazing girl in Guatemala when I was there, and we hit it off. And it was like, how can I come there? And I ended up going to Ibiza to hang out with her, and uh, you know, Ibiza. That's like, woo. That's a whole nother world, homie. I don't know if y'all know about that, but that world is a lot different than what I was used to. So um, <laughs> in that time period, I I realized a few things about myself. Um, one of those things was that, uh, you know, I didn't really enjoy what I was doing and I, I kind of found myself... Um, kind of found myself wondering what's this all about you know like what do I really want to do and sent me on some soul searching slash free more back into the freelance world back into I mean I worked at uh I work at I worked at Costco for a little bit that was uh that was very humbling um to to go and work at Costco (laughs) I worked at a bleach factory I had all kinds of odd jobs man I did a lot of like just whatever I had to do, to be honest. And um, that was another thing I learned is that I'm I'm just really resilient. Um, I think most people are resilient, but I learned a lot about myself in that time period. And and during that time period, like most art artists, you know, I, I found a way to channel that emotion and that sorrow and that pain that I was experiencing into something and that was the book that I wrote the seven laws of mindful living um, that came out just that recently came out and in that book I'm, I'm kind of sharing this philosophy that I had came up with years earlier 
And I didn't even realize at the time when I was like writing this uh, that it would eventually go on to serve me. And because I end up writing the book, um, I find a client to pay me basically just the bare minimum of what I needed. And then I was like, I'm out again. I'm hitting the road. And I went to live in uh, Colombia, Mexico for like, that was like four, six months. Yeah, six months. And um, in that time period, I, I jump into building a startup with a friend of mine. Goes completely south. Um, no no fault of his 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 own or my own. I mean, we own it. We take 100% responsibility, but we just didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were selling something that we thought had value. And the marketplace will always tell you what's valuable. That's actually great. Uh, the marketplace will always give you feedback. So if you're looking for feedback and it's not selling, it's probably not a good product or you're not solving a big enough problem. So uh, in that time period, I freaking lose all my I just lose I I lose all self confidence. End up having to come back home, run out of money, uh, fly back to my brother's. You know, uh, not flew to Vegas. They didn't even have enough money to get to my family. And my brother came and scooped me up from uh, my my sister in law and him sent, sent like a bus to get me, and uh, they came and scooped me up. And so, in that time period, I'm like feeling like a complete loser. I'm like, man, I'm a loser. Look at me. I have nothing to show for my hard work. <laughs> Which I'm sure a lot of people have been down that road, an entrepreneur. And uh, then I started the rebuilding process. So, you know, what do you do when nothing works and you have you just start all over from scratch? I uh, was moved from Salt Lake to uh, Colorado, friend of mine. Uh, Tony G was like, Hey, come out here, uh, work on your podcast business, build up, build back up, get your mind right. So I did, I did that. Uh, did whatever I had to do. I didn't do anything crazy. I didn't put myself on the corner and start hooking, but <laughs> I definitely thought about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and so I started the rebuilding process a uh, lot of soul searching. I That was actually the point where I went back to saying, I'm going to publish this book. I'm going to put it out. And that was just a complete false start because I wasn't anywhere near where I needed to be uh, from a standpoint of just m monetarily. I was um, I was not in a good state at all. Um, I was just I was I was making ends meet. And it's very hard to be creative. I never want to be a struggling artist ever or struggling anything for that matter. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I did have, I did have enough money to pay my rent. I did have food, but that was about it, you know, and that I wasn't thriving. I wasn't uh, coming from a place of abundance. And so uh, through the help of a lot of my friends and, you know, just getting my mind right and refocusing. I uh, got back into uh, my business because it was the only thing that, you know, I had at the time. That was the one thing that I did have. I did have a way to generate revenue. 
to make money. So I started doing that. And uh, just kind of reevaluating, retooling, figuring out what, what would be the best place, who would be the best people for me to serve. And uh, started to get some wins under my belt. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Thailand. <laughs> so uh, this is like early 
or if you're not at home, <laughs> I don't know where you are. <laughs> Please tell me. You're probably doing, I don't know where you're at. But there's a lot of downtime. And one thing I know for sure is that this too shall pass, right? And there are going to be winners and losers, right? And it's, I don't mean that in like a, hey, you're a loser if you don't learn something. But I'm, what I do mean is that there are going to be people that come out of this on the other end and they're going to be a lot further ahead in terms of like where they're going because they've set their their mind on something they've bought they've doubled down on a skill set they've they're hustling in a good way because uh, you can hustle and like burn yourself out but it's it's people are writing books people are you know like when events are going to come back people are going to be speaking right uh, people are starting podcasts people are starting youtube channels i'm on youtube check me out if you haven't already and i guess where i'm going with all this is that you know i feel like right now that's the best thing that i can do to help people is just help them help themselves by acquiring skills by learning things that can serve them and their community and their family and ultimately put them in a better position right and it doesn't necessarily mean like you know, you, you, if you're an accountant, you learn how to be, you know, uh, an actor. Maybe it's just learning a new skill that like a hobby, like photography or video or something that like you enjoy that takes your mind off of work and puts you at ease. Cause you know, even if you do have a job, right. It's very hard. If you're work from home, like most of us right now, it's very hard to have a like a clear line, clear delineation between work and like enjoyment and fun. Because pre-COVID, we would go places. We would go to the movies. We would go to, and some of that stuff, I guess, depending on where you're at, you can or can't do depending on your risk tolerance. But the biggest thing is that everything's kind of like jumbled together now. There's not really a clear line of, hey, this is for this and this is for this. This is for fun and this is for play and this is for work. Um, even the weeks, the days, the weeks feel like days to me. Right, So Monday and Tuesday feel like one day. Wednesday and Thursday feel like one day. And Friday is like, okay, it's Friday. So like from Monday to Friday, like it just, it's a blur. And I don't know if that's the result of us just being quarantined or confined or, you know, this is the new norm for uh, the life in the Rona era. But I do think it's important to have a break from work and have a break from the thing that you are doing as your main source of even if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business you need to take care of your health, right? You don't need to do anything, actually. You can do whatever you want. But an option is to take care of your health, is to do some things like that. You know, uh, for me, it's like I'm playing professional lacrosse. I'm getting out. So, like, that's that feels good to, like, get out from on, in front of my computer because for the longest time I just sit in front of my computer and sit in front of my computer and sit in front of my computer. And, like, at some point you're just not productive. You're just pretending to work. Let's be honest. 
Um, and even if you aren't pretending to work, your level of effectiveness in what you're doing is dramatically decreasing if you're over time, right? You have a peak, and then you just, from everything after that is just like, so uh, that is, you know, where I think that I can best, not think, but know, I can best serve people. So uh, I'm going to be harping on that repeatedly uh, as we continue this journey. I got some dope guests coming on the pod, some people from all different walks of life who've created their own lane, who are in the process of creating their own lane. And despite what's going on in the world, they're finding a way to make it work for them. And if there's anything that we can do uh, right now, it's to focus deeply on ourselves um, and how we can be better, how we can be better to ourselves, for ourselves, so we can show up in the world uh, better, right? Because if your cup ain't full, you ain't filling out nobody cup, homie. Let me tell you, if your cup is on empty, what you going to give me? If my cup's on empty, what I'm going to give you? Probably not a lot. But, hey, that's just, you know, my two cents. Everyone might not agree, but that's what makes me me. And um, I think I think if we can do that, I think if we can really just take the time to learn and to sit with ourselves, this is an opportunity, you know? Like, you can look at it as a, a bad thing, or you can look at it as an opportunity, and that opportunity comes in the form of maybe looking at where we're at and saying, Man, this is, uh, and saying, man, this is something that, um, this is a gift, right? Despite what everyone may say, uh, this is a gift because at the end of the day, uh, we can't change it. We can't do anything to make it go away at least right now right you know hopefully they'll have a vaccine and things like that but right now we live in it and anybody who's lived through anything will tell you the only option is through baby the only option is through there ain't no going around it it's not gonna go away this you know tomorrow next week whenever we want it to it's gonna hopefully you know go away when it's when when we find a solution right collectively but even then it's going to be a lot a lot a lot a lot of time that we uh that we get to to spend to um reflect on how we can um how we can how we can make the world a better place and that all starts with with you with me with understanding the value we bring to the world with understanding um with understanding um who we are as people man cuz cuz we don't actually know who we are <laughs> sad as that may sound we 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 think we know who we are but really do we know who we are do we really 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 know who we are I don't think so. But, again, we 
shall see my friend um that's gonna wrap things up man i appreciate y'all coming through i appreciate y'all showing love to the pod it's been real it's been fun and uh I'm sure I'll see y'all on the other end when we come back through next week. Always keep extra jelly on your toast. I don't care what they tell you. I'm the host with the most, and I got to go.